0: This is the Rebel Author Podcast, where we talk about books, business, and occasionally bad words. Hello Rebels, no intro like normal this week because this is a bonus special mini episode. I talked to Jay Thorne today all about our new co-written book on personal finance for writers and career authors. So hopefully you guys will pick up some tips and if you haven't already, go grab the book and enjoy reading it. Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Author Podcast. Today, I am with the most special podcast guest because Jay is officially the third. third this is your third episode on the podcast. Repeat. Yeah, you, are like you're like a veteran rebel now. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, thank you for joining me. We are here to talk about money and a book that we have co-written. First of all, I'm going to tell everyone a little bit more about you. Jay Thorne has published 2 million words and has sold more than 185,000 books worldwide. He is an official member of the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America, the Horror Horror Writers Association, and the Great Lakes Association of Horror Writers. Thorne earned a BA in American History from the University of Pittsburgh and an MA from Duquesne University. He is a full-time writer, part-time professor at John Carroll University, co-owner of Malton Universe Media, podcaster, FM radio DJ, musician, and a certified story grid nerd. Welcome.
1: Thanks for having me, Sasha. This is great. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast. So uh, <laughs> we've already just started. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so for those that didn't hear uh, the last mini episode, which is episode 46 of the Rebel Author Podcast, you can go back and listen to that and um, hear all about the first book that we co-wrote, which is on Rebel Mindset. Um. So for those who didn't hear it or are new listeners, can you give me a brief summary of the nine things career authors don't do series and what you hope authors will get from reading them?
1: Yeah, the idea was to get some friends together who I really admire and respect and to come up with some topics that would be helpful to struggling writers who want to become career authors. And these are uh, very short, digestible titles on on a wide variety of topics that would apply to not only writers but but creatives in general and uh, i'm really hoping that these these little tips and tricks in these books will help uh, authors create better habits uh, implement systems or just learn from people who have already taken their lumps in this business
0: absolutely yeah um Okay, so I know we covered this in the last one, but again, for anyone who didn't hear it, what kind of topics are going to be covered in the series? And this, I believe, is the second tranche. So what has already been published that people can grab and get their, their hands on and go and binge read? And uh, what is is to come?
1: Yeah, we have nine books in the series right now. There are several that are in production and will probably be out in October of 2020, I'm guessing. Uh, We came out of the gate in August with uh, the first couple titles. They included the introduction title, uh, self-actualization with Jimmy Essien, uh, exercise with Zach, the rebel mindset with you, and uh, mornings with Zach. And now the second batch uh, that's released September 15th includes social media with Zach, personal finance with you, uh, podcasting, A Creative Life on the Road with Janet Kiddo. So those are the initial nine titles. And uh, as I said, there, there are at least three to five more in the works that might, might come out in October. And uh, the idea is just to kind of keep adding and getting these different perspectives from different people and, and create just a nice volume of um, information for, for people who want to learn.
0: Amazing. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited. This one, uh, I'm, well, I'm deeply passionate about both, but in very different ways. Obviously, the Rebel, rebel Mindset one that came out in uh, August is near and dear to my personality. But this one is, uh, which is on money, this is what we're talking about, is just... Like I feel so deeply passionate because I made so many fuck ups in my life when it comes to money that I have learned so many lessons and I just want to help people not make the same mistakes that I made. So I I really hope people uh, go and read this one.
1: Why do you think it's so hard? I mean, let's be honest. Why do you think it's so hard for authors and creatives and people in general to talk about money?
0: That's such a good question. I think... I I really don't know because if, society as a whole I think just creates this stigma. I th- maybe I don't know if it's because I'm British, but I feel in Britain there's a lot of like classists and classism, and money is connected to classism. And so I think in England particularly, and obviously this podcast goes across the world, but I think. It, it, you know, there is shame connected to it. There's shame connected to debt. There is um, shame connected to not being upper class or being such and such class. And it's all, it's all bullshit because, you know, money doesn't actually make anybody happy, despite you know what what we're taught. And, I still don't really get it because my mum was really open about money. She was um, very militant about it, really taught me how to save. Uh, it taught me, you know, I think her motto was save a third, spend a third, use a third. And I still managed to fuck up. Um... <laughs> But I think also we don't have enough education either. Like it's not really talked about in school. Math is very much, um, you know, like trigonometry or algebra. There's never any lessons that are actually useful. Like why can't we get taught about investing? I might have liked math if we were taught about investing. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I don't know why it's so difficult for people to, to discuss money. It's not it hasn't been as difficult for me for some reason. Um, but I, I have friends and like, even like author earnings reports, like people posting that like, there's a weirdness about that. Some people really open. Some people are not. Um, it's a bizarre thing. And I don't, I don't understand why it's different than many other topics, but it seems to be.
0: Yeah, it really is. And I think, (sighs) Yeah, I think uh, for me, the biggest stigma is the debt. And that is usually the biggest blocker for people to be able to leave their jobs and do this. And it wasn't until I managed to get out of debt or the process of getting out of debt that gave me the confidence to talk about it because I was like, yeah, okay, I've learned some massive lessons here. And, um, now I want to help other people not make the mistakes that I made. And that's, that's why I talk about it now. Um, but I had to get over the shame because I was ashamed. Like my mom had taught me never to have debt, and she's never had debt. And I had a lot of debt. (laughs) So, you know, uh, but yes, anyway, uh, tangent, don't know where we were. Where are we? Okay, yes, we are here to talk about the second of the two books um, that have been published, although I think I wrote this one first. But anyway, I'm just going to read the blurb for those that are interested. So this is um, Nine Things Career Authors Don't Do, Personal Finance. You want to be a career author. You want to write full time but you know that means earning money and dealing with the business side, the sharp intake of breath, numbers. You can't have a career without the money to support it. So grab your wallet, brace yourself, and open your mind as we discuss how changing your mindset around money can help you to become a more profitable, financially stable career author. So what can writers expect to learn in this particular book?
1: Oh, I got to kick it to you again.
0: No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I've talked so much this episode.
1: But these, oh. these are really the topics you came up with and you're passionate about them. So you, you got to run us down the list.
0: <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, so the first one is not to take on excessive debt, and I do, um, I do admit lots of things in this. So I felt that um, this book was much more personal because I talk about my journey in there. So you guys will learn all the fuck ups I made. Um, I also uh, have talked about not buying frivolously, and um, a big classic mistake which I definitely did temporarily, which was using personal accounts for business. Don't ignore cash flow planning. I know I've I've probably you know instigated five thousand yawns and eye rolls with that one, but it's so important to your um, financial health. Don't ignore retirement savings. Again, something that uh, we like to think we're young and carefree and never going to get old. Well, really sorry, but you're going to get old, and you're definitely going to need some retirement savings. Uh, Don't focus only on books. This one is a proper bugbear for me um, because lots of writers are like, well, I you know, I only want to write books. That's fine, honey. You can write books, but you still need multiple streams of income um don 't mix up passive and active income very um, important lesson and one that I think uh, lots of career authors you know just after they leap from full time jobs to full time uh, career author is is most important there don 't ignore professionals, financial professionals, uh, as well as all the others, and don't hate money, which is probably the biggest mindset shift that people need to make. So, okay, enough from me. What do you think is your top money strategy for making a a career in this industry?
1: Well, I think this is really targeted at at the younger listeners. I think if you're in your 20s or your 30s, your retirement savings is incredibly important. And I know how difficult it is to take money out of your pocket or out of your wallet or your purse every month and put it away for something that seems like it is forever away. but I can't tell you how important it is. And you could do the math on what compound interest does, whether it's a, a simple IRA, a pension, um, uh, you know, a VST fund. It does, the, the vehicle doesn't matter, but if you, if you can automate that and set a certain amount of money every month, it just automatically goes into some savings vessel. And you start that in your 20s or 30s, you will not believe the pressure that will alleviate you on you even a decade or two later. So I think for... For me, as someone who's closer to retirement than maybe some listeners are, um, I think it's incredibly important not to not to ignore your retirement savings
0: yeah, absolutely i couldn't agree more and I uh, did a very, I made a very controversial move, and uh, when I was in the day job and I withdrew all my retirement savings, wait for it <clears throat> to um, put into my writing business and yeah, I know. I mean, I didn't have a huge amount in there, but it was enough that kick-started um, my business. And if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have been able to leave my job. But I now <laughs> need to go back and, you know, start saving basically Rebuild from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know... Uh, I, I think I would have still made the decision even going back because it enabled me to leave, but you know, it's a bitch. I'm 33. I need to um, have a bigger pot than what I've got. Um, but yeah, you've got I, time on your I, side. Yeah. That's
1: the good news, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so for me, it's debt avoidance. Um, and uh, it's such a big one. It was a huge realization for me when I realized that if I wanted to leave my job, then I needed to, um, really hard to explain this, but um, my monthly outgoings needed to be as small as possible so that the amount of money that I had to make from my creative business was as small as possible. Um, And in order to do that, I had to reduce my um, debt. And it was only once I did that that I I left my job. So yeah, I think that's the biggest one for me in, in the book. Okay, so what top tip do you have for writers on becoming more financially savvy with their businesses?
1: Well, if you're asking me to go first, I'm going to steal your thunder because uh, <laughs> I, I totally agreed. You said, you know, multiple streams of income and, and I could not agree more. I think, uh, you know, a, a lot of times when we talk about eggs in one basket and diversity in, in, in the author communities, unfortunately, we, we focus too much on KDP versus wide. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's diverse enough because that is still one type of revenue stream. So I think as you mentioned about you know, not focusing only on books, I think it's incredibly important to think beyond just book royalties and have multiple streams of income. And you would be surprised, you know, how how they add up. You have $50 here and $10 here and $100 here and what's great about that is it's security, right? Because if any one of those streams dries up, you're not, it's not like having a single salaried job where if you get you know, laid off or fired or let go and, and now you've got nothing. So if you have multiple streams of income, it's, it's great long-term financial security even though it takes a while to build up.
0: Absolutely. And I think, the, so I rather than <laughs> come up with another one, I'm just going to agree and elaborate. So um, I think the biggest um, pushback that writers give is that they want to spend their time on writing. And nobody is saying that you have to spend your time doing other things. You can create... Other forms of passive income, whether it be investments, whether it be uh, rental income from additional properties, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. These things, um, you know, you can have a fully managed property by an estate agent if you really wanted to, so that it's not going to take any more of your time. Um, you know, so for anyone that's saying well i just want to write that's fine go do that but yeah this is about financial safety and security and um, of course like in that you can have um no i'm not gonna go into that go read the book um, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> oh i'm such a dick tease um okay so this officially makes you the most rebellious guest we've had because this is your third rebellion um but give us one more tiny little rebellion to end the show. Show.
1: well, knowing this was going to be the third, I had to come up with the, the ultimate cringe worthy one. <laughs> Brilliant! So, here, here you go. And I can, I have some distance now, so I can laugh about this, but my okay. family wasn't laughing too hard about it at the time. <laughs> so, every summer, my, my family would get together at my brother's house and we would take one big group picture like my parents, the grandkids, all brothers and sisters, like the typical, you know, family photo. And I hate getting my picture taken, I hate it. And And every year I complain about it and they force me to do it. And so so the last time we did it, um, everyone got all dressed up and I wore a black heavy metal band (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. And so you look at the picture now and like everyone's in like their polos and khakis and I'm there with like a black band t-shirt on. And what makes this really cringeworthy is that my dad passed away that fall. And that's the last family picture we have of everybody is me with a heavy metal shirt on. Oh man, that is kind of
0: brilliant. But doesn't that embody just you though? So much you, I'm sure. I was like,
1: okay, if you're going to make me take this picture, then I'm going to wear whatever the fuck I want and you're going to deal with it.
0: Oh my God. I love that. I love that so much. Oh, Sorry, I just, I love a rebellion. I'm like, I'm like proper tickled pink here. Um, okay, well, thank you very much. So tell everyone where they can get, um, not just this book, but all of the books in the series.
1: Yeah, we have a, a special link that will drop you right to the whole series page on Amazon. And that is getbook.at slash nine things series. And that's nine, number nine. So it's getbook.at slash nine things series
0: amazing and I will of course put that in the show notes well thank you so much for being my most rebellious guest ever
1: thank um, you and thank you for co-writing and working on these <laughs> projects with me that was great and a lot of fun
0: ah oh, it was an it was it was an honor anna and super fun too so thank you for asking Um, And thank you also to all of the show's listeners and to the show's patrons. If you would like to get early access to all of the episodes, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash Sasha Black. I'm Sasha Black. You are listening to Jay Thorne. And this was the Rebel Author Podcast. Don't forget to tune in and subscribe on your podcatcher. And when you have a moment, please leave a review.